Hello, I'm Carrick MacDonald and this is Halfway to Borough, the Two Towns local history show on Cam Glen Radio. In this programme, I talk to Matt Laird, who I first met in 2018, when I was giving a talk about these programmes at the East Croft Retirement Complex in Rutherglen. Matt was volunteering there, and he tells us more about that later. Matt's a member of the People's Past, People's Future group, and that's where I talked to him for this programme. A new history book being planned by Rutherglen Heritage Society will include memories of local people like Matt. He tells me about some of the varied activities of the People's Past, People's Future group in which he's been involved, and about his passion for local history. Matt is very enthusiastic on the subject of activities for older people, and he began by telling me about his involvement in the Discovery Award. It was an idea that started in uh, the city of Discovery, Dundee, and uh, the team up there said, you know, it's not fair that the Duke Edinburgh's award is only done by people, young kids up to, uh, from 15 up to 23. Uh, it, should be, it should be open to older people. So uh, it came down through the community learning group and Glasgow was involved in it, and Dominic, um, I can't remember Dominic's side now, but uh, they uh, started out, uh, the, the first group that, that uh, Danny Smith was involved in, and uh, a whole group, but it was the idea of the, you, you do the bronze, the silver and the gold, and you, take, you pick four sections, mm-hmm. um, keep fit, <coughs> keep fit section, uh, service in the community, uh, a hobby, and uh, um, uh, just helping out, volunteering in that group. Uh, so that's essentially what, when I joined, I joined the second group in uh, 2011, I think it was. Me and, me and my wife joined, actually, because it was a good bonding thing for a husband and wife. And uh, uh, we, we took part in uh, the first one. Uh, we, did a, we did a mental health first aid with number 18, uh, Healthy and Happy. And uh, then we went into um, an old folks group down at Eastfield. Uh, and uh, we had games and we, we did art with them. Simple art, uh, painting, uh, using colours, nothing fancy. Uh, because the, the first thing that people always say, oh, I can't draw. But everybody can draw. So we all get into that. So it was excellent for relaxing people. And uh, a bit of mindfulness, actually, just sitting for two hours painting and talking. And so it was, it was good fun. And then we did um, Tai Chi up at uh, Camsland Community Centre, uh, which was uh, excellent for, for, for people our age to get our, ourselves supple again. And uh, we did uh, a walking group up in Camsland Park, and uh, we went to Overton Park, and... Uh, the Home Hills Park. We went to different parts doing a walk, simple stuff. No, you only went as fast as the slowest member. So it was all good. Um, it, it was all good for people, but uh, everyone was enthusiastic about it. We used to meet at the pitch, the pitch pavilion up at Camas Lang, up at the, uh, the Monument to the Miners, and we used to meet up there on a Wednesday and discuss what people were doing because people were doing different things. There was, there was one lady, Alice. She was doing volunteering at the courts 
the sheriff courts, uh, people that were uh, uh, getting to um, to be a witness. She was building up her confidence and giving them a cup of tea and things like that mm -hmm. and making them feel uh, settled because it's it's quite intimidating getting into some of these courts, uh, getting into the sheriff court, uh, down out to the Glasgow Green, opposite the Glasgow Green. So uh, she was doing great work there and uh, my wife, well, she was... Uh, she guiding, she's always been a guider right up. She was doing work with the guides as part of her mm -hmm. uh, work. Yeah. And um, we had, uh, we had uh, as we went on, to, you had to change your topics every, if you went to, from the bronze to the silver, and the silver would get involved with um, Bob MacDonald, uh, who, who, who was a civil engineer with the miners. Yeah. And we did a mining uh, pits and ponies Pits and Ponies up at uh, Hamilton uh, Museum, an exhibition, and uh, my wife did a big painting, a big wall painting of uh, when the miners started uh, digging wee holes in the ground, right up to progressing to machinery mm. and to going down and to the colliery in a, a, a lift yeah. machine. But uh, um, so it attracted uh, people to get interested in uh, different things to do with the miners. The, the, what a great community they were, and they were very tight and f helped each other out. Mm -hmm. As we did, actually, we helped each other out in uh, doing this uh, Duke Edmonds Award for Senior People, uh, the Discovery Award. Mm -hmm. And uh, we ended up that um, we went to various talks with um, the people up in Dundee. They came, we went to Edinburgh, actually, to the <coughs> Mining Museum through, through there, and we went to the Rosalind Chapel. There was more money about there actually uh, than there is now uh, uh, back in 20, uh, 2011 uh, that uh, we could travel to Edinburgh and go to Rosalind Chapel and uh, see uh, these great things that we've got in Scotland, great tourist attractions. And uh, um, we, after we got our awards, uh, we, um, we, we had a party for the, when we got the gold award. We had a party up in Burnside Hotel where we had a tea and get presented with the awards. Mm -hmm. But uh, it did go around about, uh, we finished it in 2018 and there was another group started up. I don't know how fast, I think with the Covid thing it kind of fell, fell down. Mm -hmm. But I'd love to see it coming back again. I actually started this group mm -hmm. uh, when I started doing the, 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 bronze, medal, the bronze medal. Mm -hmm. This was one of my uh, contributions because this was service in the community, because we, we did a few plays with the people's past. Yep. We, we did uh, Mary Barber's Army. We, we, we discovered this woman, that got a little recognition in Govan, that um, had uh, stopped the rent strikes during the First World War. I remember. And uh, we, we formed a play, we made a play about it. I played the part of Keir Hardy, that uh, was against the First World War, and uh, supported, he came up to support Mary Barber up to Govan. And um, along with a lot of other politicians, he came up. He, I, I did grow a beard actually. <laughs> I, I got in it part, I grew a beard for it. Yes. And uh, we all had t shirts where the characters were playing. Mm. The young Charles, he was um, John McLean, because John McLean supported Mary Barber. Yeah. And uh, um, Christina was uh, Mary Barber. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, old uh, Bill, he was a soldier. Telling about uh, how they played football on Christmas Day yeah. in uh, 1914, 
and uh, what would have happened if they just uh, threw their guns down mm. along with the Germans and refused to go back to war. Mm. But it was a great story and it, it brought everybody, everybody wrote their own script, so it brought everybody's imagination and uh, it was quite remarkable hearing what other people had written because sure. it was it was fantastic. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have thought that uh, they could have come up with such an idea. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. But we did uh, we we appeared um, over in Govan uh, at uh, the guys that build the boats over there. The Gal Gale they call them. Mm-hmm. We did the play for them because a lot of them guys uh, really appreciated it. Mm-hmm. A lot of them got drug addiction problems and various other uh, mental health problems. But they really appreciated our play. And we appeared um, with various uh, sheltered housing groups in Rutherglen. And uh, the the Govan the uh, organisation that we're going to put the statue up to Mary Barber at, uh, at the, the subway station, mm-hmm. uh, they asked us to come and be there when they were unveiling it. Maria Fife, the MP, oh. uh, she, she was the MP for Mary Hill, but it had been a long term project to get this statue erected and uh, she uh, asked us to come and uh, we sang the Mary Barber song and uh, along with uh, the Govan choir we all sang it and Arthur Johnson the folk singer was there too mm-hmm. but uh, we, the, the statue was unveiled that day so that was a, a big mm. day for us okay. to be there I, I was very excited that day mm. um, but mm. we get involved in uh, 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 different organisations like that. One of the guys, he um, uh, Barry, he made a replica of the ship that they made down in the Seath Yard, Lucy Ashton. Oh yes. The, the Lucy Ashton, and he had it on display in the library mm-hmm. uh, in a case, and uh, um, that uh, he, he sold. He, he had people up at uh, Richmond Park when he sailed the boat, Lucy Ashton, uh, in the in the park in the the, the pond there, mm. but. Uh, it was the, the amount of things that different people come up with, that uh, the projects they come up with, that uh, was quite remarkable. We were, we were a DIY group as well that were building benches for uh, old folks groups over in Kings Park and Canvas Lang and Rutherglen and Blantyre. <coughs> so there was a lot of different schemes come up, but there were so many people involved in the Rutherglen in that project that uh, it's, it's worth talking about. Sure. You know? Yeah. Because... Uh, the Girl Guide Unit um, do so much, and my wife is uh, getting an award, I think it's next week, 50 years involved in the Girl Guides. Mm-hmm. And it's the work that um, so many people in Rolligan are put into uh, organisations. Even the guys there, uh, Irene's still uh, the, the, the accountant for the West, uh, the, the West Lanarkshire, or South Lanarkshire in general, uh, she's uh, the accountant, and uh, she's saying that, you know, the, the we need support all the time yeah. to keep things going. That mm. uh, uh, there's a lot of work involved, yeah. you know. And again, it's voluntary. Yeah. Lenny does that voluntary. Yeah. It's a labour of love. She's been in Africa four times with the guides over in Ghana because I've got a friendship society in Ghana where the guides go. I built a, a Gil Guide Hall over there in Accra, and uh, they're, they're talking about going over again next year actually. Um, but uh, it's it's a goodwill that uh, they give to other countries and they, that other countries give back because some of the, uh, the Africans have been over over here yeah. um, that uh, the, mm. the girl that organises at Morna Ferguson she came from Rutherglen but she stays up in Aberfoyle now mm-hmm. and she's at various groups up there uh, 
uh, friendship groups from Africa yeah. uh, that um, it, it's it's the the, the, um, the tentacles of this spider right. that it starts in the middle but mm. it goes to various other areas yeah. that uh, is so important and uh, I'd like to see that coming back again because uh, with the Covid thing it's kind of died down and, and plus the fact that the cost of living crisis uh, the money's not there for uh, education groups sure. I'm Carrick MacDonald and you're listening to Halfway to Borough the Two Towns local history show on Cam Glen Radio In this programme I'm talking to Matt Laird of Rutherland's People's Past, People's Future group. Fortunately, they, they, we've still got the library. Um, we put on the Mary Barber story in the library, actually, for the local people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, fortunately, the library's still doing a lot of things that uh, we need to hold on to the library. Because yeah. uh, um, uh, that one of the ideas at that time was to, to create walking paths, mm-hmm. which they've, they've, other groups have got involved in that now. That we, we, I've done a lot of walks uh, along the Clyde uh, from from going from Rutherglen into the town oh. right up, we've walked right up to Erskine one of the things we've learned about the, the Covid thing is how important walking is and uh, the number of people that did walks uh, from here right up through David Livingston Centre right up to Strathclyde Country Park and right up to the tributary the, the beginnings of the Clyde up, uh, oh. we did the walk right up there mm-hmm. Uh, with this group, actually, it's, it's some members, some of the walkers in the group. But uh, um, and I've always been keen on the idea of the the, the Jenny's burn that co- comes from the the Cathkin Braes <coughs> right down, uh, right down through um, uh, Bankhead, and right down through the Gorbals, uh, Richmond Park into yeah. the Clyde. Yeah. That uh, that that would make a great walk. I've, mm-hmm. I've walked it myself actually, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, uh, to me, it's important uh, uh, this idea of getting people out walking and uh, out cycling, mm. because uh, the bike town was another thing. A lot of people were involved in in the in the Discovery Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bike town was starting up with Healthy and Happy, yeah. and that's another great organisation to uh, cycle rides and keep people healthy. I I always I always look upon the the, the Discovery Award with, with great fondness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great idea. So how did you first get involved with that then? Well, I'd actually done, in the post office, when I was a driver in the post office, eh, I'd always said, eh, I was I joined the post office when I was about eh, 19, actually, um, as a postman. <laughs> uh, but I'd always said to the inspectors at the, the Duke Ems Award, um, eh, I was that busy doing overtime and things like that. It wasn't, it wasn't until I was about 23, I realised that uh, this Duke Edmund Award was going on. Mm. And I says, I want you to join. I says, oh, you're too old. Mm. It stops at 23. And I says, well, it should be an organisation for older people mm. to take part. And here, about 10 years later, the guy I spoke to says, see that idea you had 10 years ago? We're going to do it. Mm. We're going to start uh, not only Duke Edmund's work for young people, but for older people, because it's a bonding thing. Sure. And this was about 1989. And I think they got the idea from the City Discovery because they started in 1987, this, uh, this idea of uh, a Discovery Award. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we did it in the post office, and uh, it was fantastic. They would, uh, we did a lot of Monroe's. The fitness section was... But we're younger then, so there was a young group, and we did a lot of Monroe's um, in, in Scotland. And uh, we did first aid as, a, as a, a service in the community. And I went up to... There was a group who went up to Aberdeen to do... 
uh, cutting down trees, coppicing they called it, yeah. to let the young trees come up. We did a week up there at the, um, what was the other thing we did, the uh, Keep Fit, I uh, Keep Fit was the other one, mm. we, we, we went to a gymnasium and uh, we all got really fit. So that, that so we got the award, we got the award in 1991 I think it was in the Central Hotel and the head of the, uh, the post office and the postmaster general, I think they still had a postmaster general then, and he came and presented the awards, mm. but there was people from IBM and from Shell interested in this idea, and they started it up because it was a bonding exercise, getting yeah. getting people that normally work together, but to mm. do uh, things outside like hill walking and I things like that, team building. and yeah. team building, yeah. and so it became a popular thing. So it's very pop. These things have got to be in the foreground mm. because they they are good to get to know people uh, outside uh, your work conditions. Yeah and uh, to do uh, hobbies together yeah, yeah. Um, is, is, is an excellent way of uh, making friends. So the lady you mentioned at the outset, Anne Glasgow, did you say? Anne Glasgow, right. Right. Is, she, is she a local person? She comes to this group. Oh, yeah, you said, right. Uh, right. She, was a, she was a community, uh, she was a character myself, actually, that mm. uh, uh, she got a degree, a, a mature student, and then got involved in social work. Mm. And... Uh, She's very down to earth. She was born in Bridgeton mm. and very down to earth. No ears and graces about her. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was some somebody you could relate to mm. very, very easily. And she was enthusiastic and uh, uh, she would call a spade a spade. I don't know if it's still going because I think uh, the COVID thing has kind of killed yeah, it. It's kind of killed it. But yeah. uh, yeah, we could ask uh, Anne Glasgow what mm. she knows about going. Sure, She's yeah. retired now. Yeah. But uh, she probably she still get contacts mm. in the community learning. Yeah. The community well, learning used to have a place <coughs> next to the library, right. uh, and it's lying vacant now mm. because they've 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 lost a lot of money actually, a lot of uh, um, government money, mm. and uh, there's still ones working with the core uh, down at uh, United. Uh, what's it called? It just opposite down at Burnhill. And uh, the one there's one in Campbell's Lang. Oh, yeah, uh, Universal Connections. Ah, uh, Universal Connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They're, they're all related. Aye. They're all related. We were going to put a magazine out at the time mm. uh, that uh, I don't think it actually came out about all the different organisations uh, that uh, were there to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, because at that time there was there was one uh, down at uh, the pub, uh, down at Glasgow Road. Um, uh, what's it called? I can't remember the pub, but yeah. it was to deal with people uh, with learning difficulties, yeah. and they, they did discos for them. And mm. the, the landlord of that pub uh, is fantastic, uh, getting kids involved. And you found out there was a lot mm. of people interested in helping others sure. in in this local area. Mm. I've always felt that Rotherglen was a, a, a great uh, borough, mm. but uh, they, they 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 did help each other out. Mm. Museum that used to belong in King Street, mm. uh, where the police station is. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to go to that uh, museum. I'm a great museum person. I always have been, mm. and uh, they, we had a great history. The Romans were uh, up in the, the hill, Cathkin Braes, and the golf course. The thirteenth hole is called the, Rom- the Roman Fort. Mm. That uh, the 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 uh, the Antonine Wall could be seen from there because M seventy four. Was actually the Roman road. Mm. They came up from the, the from the the Hadrian's Wall mm. up to the Antonine Wall for, with supplies and things mm. like that. Mm. The Gallo Flats there at uh, the Bognor Stone Law Road 
that was, was they had a burial place for the, the Romans. It was a, a sacred place. Tumulus. Yeah. Ah, a tumulus. Mm-hmm. The same as the, the Richmond, over at Richmond. Mm-hmm. There are tumulus over there for the Romans. Mm-hmm. That um, uh, people forget uh, that... Uh, uh, and I'm always worried that the, the youngsters don't get that taught in school. Because yeah. when you think of the characters, <clears throat> have been this, Robbie Coltrane, he's, mm-hmm. his father had um, uh, a surgery along East Main Street. The Rollican Repertory had people like Gordon Jackson uh-huh. and uh, uh, other big stars uh, and, uh, appearing in Rollican Repertory because yeah, in 1946 yeah. it was a big organisation. Mm-hmm. We still have the Rollican Repertory right enough and they yeah. still do uh, some great work. Uh, mm. uh, Isabel Ray yeah. writes so many great plays and uh, I've seen quite a few of them. And uh, what it was like when Mary Queen of Scots uh, rode through the town and they stopped at the castle. The castle was just around here, uh, just well, just here actually, mm. where, where our hill was. The uh, castle was here, but she stayed at the castle here for a while, and then went on to uh, Langside, mm. where her uh, stepbrother uh, came up from Glasgow Greenway's army, mm. and they had the battle of Langside, which yeah. only lasted about fifty minutes actually, mm-hmm. and uh, then she had to mm-hmm. escape down to England. So she's an important figure mm. in Scottish history, and the fact that she. She was in this area, mm. and there were so, so many stories told about her. Mm. Uh, and uh, mm. so uh, there's so much uh, history we've got mm. um, that uh, the characters that uh, mm. have stayed in, rather than like uh, Benny Lynch, mm. uh, that uh, he stayed up in Gloucester Avenue, just up from just up the road from me actually, in the side. Yeah. And oh. the fact that uh, he trained up in Cathkin Brace, mm. he ran from the Gorbals yeah. up to Cathkin Hayes and back. Mm. Yeah, I tried it actually when I was doing the marathon and mm-hmm. how he did it. He was a fit man. Must have been. For, for five feet two. Been, yeah. uh, yeah. He was fit, 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 yeah. fit. Of course, he was a world champion, so he must have been fit. Well, but uh, I can't just like him. Yeah. And uh, Ramensky, the great uh, safe blower, yeah, stayed yeah. in Rutherglen. Sure. And, uh, he, he, you know, characters mm. like that. The, um, the television beard mm. apparently stayed in, up in Burnside at one yes. time. And he blew yeah. a a house up because he was, he was doing experiments and he chased out of one side mm-hmm. I know it'd be great because see Alice McLean he stayed next door to me Aye. in number 35 from Sag he stayed in 33 mm-hmm. he rented that house mm-hmm. uh, back in the 50s when he was teaching down at uh, Glow Flat School <coughs> but he actually started writing um, his first book there mm. um, it wasn't the uh, uh, wasn't the Guns and Avril? Aye, the Guns and Avril. He didn't start that and uh, he moved about rather than quite a bit. He stayed in that house and he stayed in different other ones. Aye. We've got a lot of great writers in Aye. here. Denise Aye. Mina, Aye. Uh, she stayed, her relatives still stay in this area, Aye. but uh, she started off uh, writing in this area as well. That yeah. uh, We've got a lot of authors. The Rutherland Academy that... Um, he was a, became a politician, a Labour politician. I mean, but yeah. he started along with Adam McNaughton, the no, English Norman teacher. Norman Buckin. Ah, yeah, yeah. And Janie Buckin. Ah. Uh, they started the ballot mm. club mm. there. Because Adam McNaughton knew all the folk artists, they would bring um, uh, Billy Conley and various other, mm. uh, Archie Fisher right. and uh, various other uh, great uh, folk people to play mm. to the ballot club. Yeah. How that spawned so many. Mm. So many musicians, because sure. Fraser Bruce and Ian Bruce, right. they came from that ballet club as well. Yeah. I mean, up at the Stonewall Church, the mayor's family used to, they are musicians, and they, just before COVID, they used to, they lived in Stonewall Road, but they would have, uh, in the church, and they're good members of the Stonewall Church, mm. but they would have folk nights on a Saturday, <coughs> uh, Friday night, right. and it was um, 
not really folk, it was more American bluegrass oh, and uh, a different type of music. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's important that people realise that music takes in so many different fields. Oh, I know as a youngster I was happy to be in the, the, the blues movement mm. with, with um, uh, Eric Clapton and the yeah. Yardbirds and all that type yeah. of thing. Mm. And that gave you identity. Mm. To me, it's important. I'm, I'm thinking of my grandkid. Um, I want to pass on, she's two and a half, but I want to pass off uh, Pride mm. in, in Rutherglen. Of course. And uh, the fact that it's not just uh, what you see now, but let your imagination get back to the past. Yeah. I'm Carrick MacDonald, and you've been listening to Halfway to Borough, the two towns local history show on Cam Glen Radio. In this programme, you heard me talking to Matt Laird, about his involvement in Rutherland's People's Past, People's Future group. Many thanks to Matt for taking the time to talk to me. My conversation with Matt was recorded in January 2023. The music was by Sugar Nifty. I hope you enjoyed this programme and that you can join me again next time. Until then, thanks for listening. How do you look after your teeth and gums? Brush your teeth um, every every time you wake up and at bedtime. Make sure you get like everywhere around your mouth, even the back of your teeth. If you kind of don't, then you'll have them fall out. If you don't look after your teeth, you'll get black and brown. To help keep your teeth and gums healthy, visit the dentist regularly. To register with a dentist, simply telephone or visit a practice in your area and ask if you can register with them. You can find a dentist near you using the NHS Inform Service Directory. Can Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. Don't stop the music, the music, the music, the music, the music, the music, the music. I'm gonna stop the music right now.